All right, so I forgot to tell you that when I did record my uh, new special last weekend, uh, Saturday, yeah. new uh, the album, whatever, the uh, Saturday first show went so well. Uh, Let me, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, I did not get a standing ovation, but it went so well that for a moment, I thought I was going to get one. I thought oh. we'd lead off with this humiliating moment, but it kind of, I mean, the thing is, is it, it, it meant that the show went so well, I felt like yeah. I deserved one and the normal sort of movement of people at their tables made me think, yeah. Oh, it went so well. I bet you I'm going to get one. And I didn't, I didn't get one, but well, can, it I, well. can I say I'm glad. And, uh, that's awesome. So you probably have a base show. You just, Maybe have to swap out a few things, right? That's it. That's I just I, I didn't do one joke. I forgot one joke in that set, to my knowledge. Mm. Uh, after this, I have spent the week not listening and not working on those sets. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Finally to vindicated. My exactly. Yes. It was. I had the weird. I had a weird like travel cold. I had a cold. Right. So we got back on Tuesday night, right? And yeah. um, so. Carmen Morales, who was house sitting and dog sitting for us, came and picked us up at nine o'clock at LAX. And oh, her, nice! And she yeah. did airport duty. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, it was all part of the, uh, the service. <laughs> part of and the deluxe plan you purchased. <laughs> yes, we yeah we we upgraded and uh, <laughs> but and it included you know she, what the benefits she got out of it was she got to use my car mm-hmm. all week and. Um, and she, uh, we drove her to the airport at 4 a.m., oh like six God. hours later, because her flight was at 6 a.m. So, Guys, um, yeah. Again, Burbank. I, I can't tell you how much easier it is to fly out of Burbank. But try, try to get a taxi. Try, did you see that Uber and yeah, Lyft were on? I get taxis on... every day. You can get taxis every day out of Burbank. It's so easy. I take a taxi every time I leave Burbank. No, no, not leaving Burbank, going to. Um, well, I haven't called to Burbank, but, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, isn't it, you can still, if you're you can dropping call. off at LAX, they can drop you off at Burbank and it's easier for them. Right. Well, but the thing is, is it's, it's, uh, no, no. I mean, getting to the, the, the taxis, you would think that the fact that Lyft and Uber are under service right now, everybody quit the, when, as soon as the California prop 22 passed, Everybody found out that there was absolutely no way to make a livable wage unless you worked something like 70 hours a week, 75 hours a week. And yeah. so mm-hmm. Prop 22 gutted it. They no longer get the surge pricing. It's bad. So um, so there's almost no Lyft and Uber anymore. And so now we call the, the, the taxi service. You would think that they would rise to the occasion. They would start, you know, they'd be like, oh, well, now there's work again. Nope. They're still not showing up. Yeah. You think eighty-year-old Greek men are going to rise to the occasion? I mean, those are all the That's cab true. drivers in LA. <laughs> That's true. It's um, uh... can I can I also say to your earlier point? I think we deserve a standing ovation when we bomb. Okay, uh, if we kill, that's that's our enough payment. But when we're up there trying new shit and bombing. That's when we deserve a standing O. Interesting, interesting. That's never happening. So um, I know. <laughs> let's put back to that. But back to my previous point is so. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it took me days to recover from the too many airports, too many yes. people, too many, and it used to just take me. Yeah. Used to just take me a day, and then uh, right. and then, and now I see I got some sort of cold or something. So. Like Wednesday night, I just i i took i took some cold medicine and I went to bed, and I slept it out most of Thursday. Did a set Thursday night, wasn't feeling great, just didn't touch anybody. Just stayed, yeah. I was like I was in a mask the whole time, mm-hmm. and then um, and left. Got to see Dana Gould. That's I stayed for that, and cool. that was a that was a delight. And um, yeah. and then, but as of 
Today's Saturday. Yeah, as of, I would say, probably last night I was feeling better. So, yeah. That's good. Uh, my goal is to get out of New York without uh, getting a breakthrough case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it felt like New York was fine in terms of, like, it wasn't rampant. Like, you know, like you read in Florida and uh, the, you know, uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, et cetera. But then I just read someone's Twitter feed of an art, an art um, gal- gallery opening or something like that. And six people in New York City that were inside the gallery. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm in, I'm in um, clubs. You know, I'm not masked. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm in front of these people for 15 minutes at a time. And New and, York is uh, very small. It is every every space. Yeah, I mean, is not a vaulted ceiling with four hundred people in it. Correct. So, so fingers crossed on this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exactly. It's, it's changing so quickly. It's accelerating so quickly. We're but um, we're back. Andy's like we're. I would like to sort of be back in into as close to full lockdown as possible. <laughs> and so I ordered groceries from the from the Instacart. Really? Instacart, yeah. yeah. Didn't go to the store. Just got groceries delivered. And uh, my, my, my feeling is if you're masked and vaxxed, you're in yeah. a really good place. The only, I'm sure. really worried about when we're unmasked uh, in, inside a club doing sets. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, right. And, and, and it's supposed to just be like a bad cold if you're, if you're vaxxed. So, um, well, yeah. or worse. Or, I mean, it can feel worse. I mean, I, I, you know, somebody, I think Katie Rossman, who's a writer for the Washington Post, mm-hmm. tweeted that her husband had a really, like, a very, not a hospitalization, but, like, a, he was, like, 102, 103 fever for a couple of days and just felt horrific. So it's not, it's not, you know, you could have, like, a pretty shitty couple of days if yeah. you get a break. You know, it's not, it's not yeah. guaranteed to be just sneezes but um right well and you think about in uh so we flew home on tuesday tuesday night when we landed i was just checking my email and of course the news pops up there's tens of thousands of people in the streets in milwaukee because of the the basketball team won the finals and uh you just got out right before that though right 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 so it was the game was that night that tuesday night so yeah and uh, so the entire town went bananas. And well, uh, in this, the streets is a little different than, you know, in the sheets. Oh, Wait, that's <laughs> the wrong phrasing. <laughs> um, that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little, I was thinking, am I, if I'm on stage, am I mostly breathing? I'm mostly breathing through my mouth, which is less, like you should breathe through your nose because your nose has a lot. I forget what they're called, but they, will block a lot more bacilli bacilli it's what whales have no that's yeah it's called at all anyway it's those i don't know what they're tiny hairs you just yes or something else even that that's not it but that's even like tinier and we have trillions it's one of those things where you have trillions of it on the pin of a needle like one of those things right but it's you know so if you that's why like in yoga classes this is so dumb but they're like all right just breathe through your nose okay that'll stop it good idea (laughs) but it's better than nothing i guess but yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, and then, but when you're speaking, you sort of breathe. You you're breathing in as you're speak. I don't know. I, I, I don't there's know more mouth issue. breathing. There's more mouth breathing yeah. when you're on stage. So That's true. Well, you know, let's hope these. Uh, I just need this vaccine to hold for two more nights. <laughs> yeah, and then you're home again. And then I go to town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's got to hold again a couple more times. But um. But yeah, so I, I like I four sets tonight. Um, That's you're back. You're totally back. How, how many sets have you done so far? I've done either uh, Tuesday I had two sets, and then the rest of it's the nights have been three or four sets, right? So, nice. um, yeah, I mean, I and you know, and they all I, pay. I I, yeah, they all pay. Yes. But you know, you spend money going to and fro, but still. Sure. Uh, no, no, I'm not saying but, you're making ba- bank, but I'm saying you're making something no, no, no. Which is I, so big. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think with a plain fare, it's like, oh, it's usually a break even when I mm-hmm. pop out, you know, right? Right. Um, but um, uh, it's it's New York. It's so, like, I just finished working at Alameda, right? And I'm like, all right, these chunks are like in good shape. And then 
you go to New York and it's, and you know, all of a sudden this, this like opening, like there's an opening joke to a check that's like a B minus, but it leads into an A, A, an A joke. Right. And in New York, it's like, oh, you better go right to the A joke or we're going to throw shit at you. You know what I mean? Like it was like total silence on the little, the, you know, the one that needs work. And, uh, I just the, just the energy in the room is different. Yeah. I'll work it out later. Uh, you're gone joke. (laughs) (laughs) I will work on you another time when the stakes are lower, but it, it, so I rearranged a lot of bits and just, and, uh, uh, you know, I mean, made them tighter and stuff, but also like, I like heard me like, Oh, I thought I had like 20 new minutes that I worked out on zoom. And now it's like 13, <laughs> that, but 13 I is mean, like, oh. yeah, yeah. But that's hilarious. Cause that makes total sense. Right. And I, basically have like, a, yeah, go ahead. Oh, but it feels like in New York, it feels like you're working at three TV spots in a row, right? Three, five minute sets that are boom, 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 boom. And, uh, when you're doing like a 45, 50, 55 minutes at whatever it's, it's, you know, you're, you can wander around the woods a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. I, uh, because I recorded, uh, don't know what to, jokes to do Sure, and don't, and don't care to some extent. <laughs> so like I got up you're on free. stage, I'm, I felt free and I said things differently on stage and I was like, you get a drink right into your headphones. I love it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't know you could hear it. Jesus. No, that's sorry. okay. It's uh it's uh, uh Lori's repotting her fish. So, but the, <laughs> wow, that was, I didn't hear a thing. I didn't realize it was so loud. Wow. <laughs> I just, I, I was just sort of meandering around, um, some older jokes and, uh, you know, trying not to write the definitive punchline for them. And uh-huh. uh, that'd be ideal. <laughs> and uh, the uh, um, and then I, I didn't try my new joke. I wanted to try my new joke, but I I was going up first. And, you know, I haven't done a set since. And I wanted it to go well. I wanted it to be fun, but go well. Right, 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 right. So uh, Fraser Smith hosted. Fucking forget about Fraser Smith and those awesome. Some of them. Oh my god! One liners, man, amazing. Oh my so, god, the snapping. Yeah, I love him. He's great. He has. He's an icon. Well, he's the guy's an icon. He's an LA icon. Um, yeah, uh, it's funny. Marina Franklin had a really. She she's talking about having breast cancer, and she had a really really funny joke that, and she was just working it out too, where where it's like, oh my god, you have such a great joke at the end that you know, whatever you, what you can take two minutes if you want and try to find other shit because you have that fucking killer line at the end. Uh, I can, I can't hear Jackie. Can you, uh, Kyle? Do you know why? Cause I went away. I didn't want anyone. Oh. Can you hear me now? Yes. I can't. Cause I moved my mic so that I could take some drinking, but with Matt, not make noise. And wow. Okay. You know what? That was some really <laughs> passive aggressive uh, parenting, right there. Let, let's get aggressive. Why don't you watch when you're drinking? No, it's uh, yeah. Oh my the, God. <laughs> I I like the I like the pre-album Jackie a lot better than post-album. <laughs> that. Do you like the quiet Kinkos, Jackie? Uh, the, and the rage was yeah, whispered. Uh, sexy uh, Jackie. Yeah. Se- Bring her back. Bring her back. You were you did a sexy <laughs> ad too, and uh, you, you had the sexy oh, yeah. voice for ads, and then I had the the, the sexy rage. Um, there's a new. This will come out Monday, so tomorrow, yesterday would be Sunday. Uh, Take the Taro's animated uh, special is coming out on HBO Max, and wow. it's being done by the guy who did my LA Pet thing, mm-hmm. and he also did Kyle Kinane's, uh fucking bunnies. Bunnies mm-hmm. who are fucking, and mm-hmm. um, the guy's great. He won an Oscar. Uh, the whole team is great, but uh, they won an Oscar last year for Hair Love, the short. And mm-hmm. um, I can't wait to see it. I haven't purposefully watched somebody else's uh, comedy, like comedy on on television, since yeah. I think the Hannah Gatsby thing. Ah. I think I- Right, I think I accidentally I my my mother in law put the Ellen DeGeneres one on, 
And I oh, saw that yeah. and it was good. It was fine. But, um, well, yeah, the, it was very relatable, uh, talking about your butlers and, uh, um yeah we gotta talk about what you know (laughs) sure i guess so yeah 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 so but it was um but yeah the tig notaro one i'm looking forward to seeing what greg franklin did with the background because even the trailer is hilarious and and i guess she does some crowd work she does she does some crowd work and the crowd work uh is animated as well which is outstanding i can't wait yeah yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so what's what's left for us at, you know, uh, <laughs> comics without this access? We just tell jokes and hope people want to watch us talk. Is that it? Well, yeah, that uh, turns out that is indeed the gig. I, I picked up a, <laughs> a, a week in Vegas. Oh, which room? The Trop. The, oh, neat. The Laugh Factory one. So Okay. Yeah. Is it, a, and is it a Monday through Sunday or? It's a Monday through Thursday. What? Weird. I know. Two shows tonight. Hmm. Nice. Uh, Going to give it a shot. Uh, I have been wanting to play blackjack for about three years and been unwilling to go into an Indian casino when I drive by them because I'm in a rush. And, mm-hmm. um, and then, so, and then, plus, destination gambling. Gambling should be done because you happen to be in a town where there's gambling. And you have to happen to be walking out on your way to someplace else and you just right. drop and a, I, a dollar I, in a slot. Right. Well, no, for me with, with, uh, with blackjack, I am, uh, this is how I go in. I am willing to set $40 on fire because okay. that's how much I would spend on video games. If there was a decent arcade. And that's the okay. other thing about uh, Vegas. They have really good arcades. They have good uprights. Okay. And they also have good Korean food, which I'm looking forward to. So, okay. so I'm looking forward You're to going. A lot, actually, a lot in those three days. That's really uh, that's a very exciting. Yeah, that'll be super fun. I think because uh, I think three days, four days will kind of be all you kind of want out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's all right. Yeah, I mean, I haven't worked Las Vegas in a really long time. The last time I yeah, worked was I worked the Riviera, and. Oh. Um, Wait, and was, it was that like guy? They had one was of those, that 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 was, Goomba dude? I know Sharipa. Yeah, was um, it him? I don't know. I can't remember if he booked it when I did it. I think he booked the Rio and not the Riviera, but okay. I, I don't remember who booked me. So it might have been him. But um, uh, they had one of those old fashioned, old like nineteen sixties era Las Vegas marquees where you had to put up the letters manually. So it's pretty cool. That to is see cool. The name up there. Yeah. I mean, I was like a fifth name on the thing, but still. What was the first time you played Vegas? Because that was the most exciting, I think. Uh, MGM Grand, Winston uh, or O'Rourke booked it. And I, I worked with, I forget who I worked with first, but the times I worked there, I worked with um, Carla Bove uh, and Ron Shock. And those are the nice. only two people I work with, but I worked there several times. So one or both of them requested me again. That's great. Uh, what year was yeah, that? Because you're, you're West Coast, so it was probably earlier than me. It was pre, it, it was before I moved to New York. So it was pre 98. Right. Mine was, I think, after 2000 because, um, it was, I was out here and it was easier because they wouldn't pay for air. <laughs> they wouldn't pay mm-hmm. for air from, uh, um, from right. Minneapolis. So I worked the Excalibur, Catch a Rising Star. That oh. Kevin, Ke- Kevin, Kevin Kearney. 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 Yeah. Not Meany. Yeah. Kevin Meany is a comic. <laughs> Kevin Kearney. May he rest. Is, may in peace. Um, yes. and, um, Kevin Kearney, I talked to a lot on the phone, but he never booked me. Like oh, okay. It was always almost going to happen. I talked to him a couple times, but whatever. We, we ended up hanging out for some reason. We ended up being sort of like when you hang out with the booker and go to lunches and go to dinners yeah. with, with people where you're like, are we friends? I think we might be <laughs> friends. Well, one, one time I called him and he's like, you got me on a ski lift. I'm like, well, I didn't, call, I didn't on purpose know you were on a <laughs> ski lift. You answered the fucking phone, man. Um, yeah, yeah, hang but, up, hang up. Not my fault. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, what I loved about Vegas and also working, did you ever work Reno? 
Yes, I worked the catch in Reno. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked the Hilton. Uh, John Fox booked whatever was at the Hilton. But like the, mm-hmm. the name kept changing, but he booked it for a long time. And I love that you always get to eat in the cafeteria with the employees. To me, that was the most glamorous part of the entire casino gig. Man, that got yeah. super ugly. As uh, the for some reason in the two thousand, the cafeteria got worse and worse and worse. I loved re I lo- really did love working the Silver Legacy Catch Rising Star mm-hmm. that Kevin Kevin uh, Curdy booked in Reno because mm-hmm. they gave you and it was also disgusting. But they gave you tickets for the buffet, mm-hmm. and at the yeah. beginning of the week, you're like the buffet. I could have prime <laughs> rib. I could have dessert. I could have soft serve ice cream. Yep. It's and then, the worst. <laughs> right. But three days later, you notice that the prime rib has turned into beef stroganoff and yeah. oh, it's the same yeah. desserts. So they're a little uh, crunchy. So um, it was okay. Did you leave like a little little mark on one of the cheesecakes to see if it was still there <laughs> around two days later? <laughs> All right. You, you wait. If you took a break, I'm taking, I just want to sip. <laughs> take a sip we are I'll taking talk. a sip break we could we could talk amongst ourselves <laughs> yeah you're thirsty did you just go swimming i did not i um i went on a treadmill for the first time in like three years uh mm-hmm. uh my my boobs got so big and unwieldy i didn't want to deal with running mm-hmm. so um so now they're uh they're running size sort of and uh they're so manageable. I, I, I just yeah, I just went on a little short run. I did the elliptical and then went on a little short run just to see how it would feel on my knees. So I'm excited. I'd love to be able to run, just jog, you know, not run, jog, and then take uh, Charmy and just, you know, run around with her, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe get some energy out of the dog, too. So, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's only, what is she, a year and a half now, your doggo? Yeah, about, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got another, it's going to be a little bit till till she... S- gets sedentary in her thirties till she matches my energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I bought one of those mats for Gordy that you hide yeah. the food in because he was chewing on the carpet in this room in the garage room, which I don't really. Oh care. my god! In, in this room, he right. could chew. Right in this room, all the things in this room are pretty much chewable. But he doesn't mm-hmm. chew. He was just. It was like a loose thread in the in a in a carpet remnant I have on the floor and I thought oh if he's gonna start chewing on something I should get him something that he is allowed to he's not interested he uh is not a foraging dog so I hid treats in the treat thing it's called a it's called a snuffle mat I have a dog you guys anyway (laughs) I hid things in the snuffle mat and he was like he just the look at his face was old man irritated he's like Where is it? Why, why? why are you making it a puzzle? Why, why are you making him work, Jackie? He's been alive exactly. long enough. He's retired. He, he's eight. He doesn't have time. He's my age. Uh, yeah. So um, he doesn't He doesn't need it. My dad, uh, I took pictures of my dad's art and um, posted them to Instagram. And one of my friends from college was like, would he paint my pugs? And I was like, I can't express to you. <laughs> How much my father dislikes, A, dogs, and B, being expected to paint from a photo of something. He did Maria Bamford's parents, and it was pretty yeah, good, actually. Neat. Yeah. and uh, But but I said, I will ask him, because he also enjoys $100 plus shipping. So, um, yeah. breaks breaks into his, breaks up his day. Sure. So, mm-hmm. um, let's see. I have a... I, I always feel like I'm, I'm sort of my old child-free self when, I, when I'm in New York, you know? I just sort yeah. of, you know, wake up when I feel like it. It's been mm-hmm. amazing. Like, if, uh, I'm on New York time. I did have one morning where I woke up at 7.30 here, which is 4.30 uh, in California. And I was enraged. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, have, yeah. Do you ever go to lunch with anybody? No, you know what? I, I'm not going to say who it is, but a comic was like, oh my God, you're here. Let's do something. I'll come up to you. 
And I go, oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm on 145th. And she's like, let me meet you at the club tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why there's so many. And in fact, I went on a big walk today and so many little restaurants or coffee houses are still open that uh, were, because I've been, I haven't been back since March of last year. So I was expecting a bloodbath, but, and then there's this, um, there's this, uh, there's this taco place called Jesus Taco or Jesus Taco that I just love because I love that name and it's, and it's, it's still there. I'm so excited. Well, so, that's because um, Jesus saves. And, um, <laughs> but there's tons of cute little, uh, little, uh, restaurants up here. So people, people should come up and make the journey. It's right off the A train. Everyone right. is so feared. They right. don't want to go up that many stops. I, I don't understand. Uh, geography in general is tough for me, but it, does it go Harlem and then the Bronx or does it go Bronx and then Harlem? Yeah. Harlem. And then the Bronx is a new borough. Right. So it's on top of Manhattan. Harlem oh. is in Manhattan. Oh, that's right. It's own, yeah. its own thing above. Okay. Yeah. Cause my friend lives, I think on like a hundred, she, she lives up the A forever in the Bronx. Yeah. And so yeah, it goes, it goes pretty pretty far up yeah yeah growing up in the 200s and stuff like that yeah, uh, yeah but it's so you just you just relax it's it's a it's <laughs> an express stop from 59th to 145th is two stops you just pull out your book 12 minutes you're on mm-hmm. 145th and nice. then we're having decent food at a cute little place yeah. and the parklets there's parklets all over the place you know in manhattan so um i guess it's harder Harder to park at night. It used to be like if you had a car, you could just drive to any gig and no big deal. There's so much parking at night because everyone leaves the city. And mm-hmm. uh, now it's it's all being taken taken up by a little parklet. So it's actually tougher. That's one of the other. It was, it was good to just hang out with comics too. I haven't seen in a year and a half, you know, and just sort of yeah. stick it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, um, I have to say that um, I was planning on going to New York in mm-hmm. September and, but for mm-hmm. me, it's a bigger project. Right. And so, yeah. um, but now with the variant, I don't know, I was thinking September, but maybe now January. Oh, uh, wow. I'm going to come back uh, over Labor Day weekend. Okay. Uh, as far as I know, unless things go crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I've, I've picked up a couple more weeks and that's good. I need the need the work. Um, well, the Vegas week happened and then a couple things are still up in the sky and then I'm opening for Maria and a couple of things. So, Yay. and so I can't, uh, Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, but I will, Whoa, I just grabbed my own <laughs> photo. secret notes, <laughs> secret notes. And then I grabbed, and then I grabbed my photo from the top, uh, for no reason. Anyway. Yeah, um, it's, good. it's good to know who I was chatting with, even though you're the only, you and Kyle are the only available <laughs> people. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to, Oh, Oh, I was just going to say how the garden, my garden is coming in. We came back from the road. Mm-hmm. There are, we have three cucumber Armenian cucumbers that are almost oh a yard God. long, and they're delicious. What makes them Armenian? Are they're, they studded with diamonds? <laughs> they're wearing are a tracksuit. Track yeah, they're wearing tracksuits, and it's all. Do they, they have DUIs? They oh my god! And uh, my people smell of fake Georgia and the, the Cold War. Type. And uh, <laughs> it is they all smell of fake Georgia and the Cold War. Um, but I will say that. Um, I, uh, yeah, it was so funny. Oh, oh, that's different entirely. But oh, anyway, so, uh, right before I yeah. left, I had sprayed the garden with this stuff that Emily Huller, great stand up comic, uh, yes, uh, and, and gar- gardener, uh, told me to spray with because we oh. had spider fucking mites all over the, um, all over the garden. Spider mites, uh, they turn the, 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 the plant kind of gray. Okay. And, it, and it, and it sort of stunts the growth of the fruit of the tomatoes and stuff. So, and it's, so the plate it's coming back, which is good. But speaking of Armenians, I went uh, uh, last Sunday, I went to the Armenian picnic at my, my brother's church, my brother and my dad's church in Milwaukee. And there were six priests there, six. And because wow. the one from Racine came, the one from a Ch- couple from Chicago came up, the, the old, the priest that they used to have, 
who whatever and uh are so they that's celibate? More, there's are, two are kinds of celibate? there's two kinds of priests in the Armenian church there's they they have a track for priests who want to get married but you have mm-hmm. to get married before you take your vows and um and then Is that the sex track it's the sex track. And then there's the, the, the sexiest track, which is the celibacy track where that's <laughs> that the only, tra- yeah, that it's the only track where you get to be the Pope, the Armenian Pope. Oh, okay. Only celibate. And if some, let's say theor- hypothetically, you, you were discovered to be getting laid a lot and you were, and you were a high sorp, you were a non-married, uh, priest they need priests so bad in the armenian church they're like okay you have to pick someone and get married now you can't you can't continue you can be you you can either not be a priest anymore or you can pick somebody and get married uh but you can't just get laid with a bunch of people in the congregation (laughs) damn and of course no homosexuality because i'm on track to be Yes, I'm on track yeah. to be uh, the, the Armenian, Armenian Pope. Pope. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's a uh, Lori Kilbarton Catholic ghost. <laughs> That's going to be great in the holy city of Edmonton. Uh, yeah, sure. You know, remember how I had three mattresses on my bed? Yes. And uh, I, I, uh, I tired of it. And um, thank God, I it was, was weird. Princess had, of the it Pea. Was, it was fun for a little bit, but then I just got tired of having to use a step stool to get on the bed. Like you want to be able to flop on the bed, right? So I pulled out the middle mattress, which was the hard one, and uh, got rid of it. And uh, currently, I'm trying to give away a chair and a little ottoman. I you know how I have my bedroom set up as like a little studio apartment. It's yeah. packed to the gills, and I'm like, I, I gotta declutter this shit. Like, I don't, there's no reason I have two chairs. Like, I got two chairs because I thought, oh, when my son comes with me, he can sit in one chair and I'll sit in the other. But instead, he just lays on the entire bed, and uh, so there, yeah, we don't need two yeah. chairs. He's never sat in a chair. No, no. There's you're, you, you, the the entertaining. Uh, hopefully, yeah. This is this. Uh, I'm gonna say something that you could just tell me to shut the fuck up. It's a golden opportunity okay. for you to get laid in the next two nights. It is if there were there a go. guy around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Just because because uh, your roomie's not 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 in the because uh, it's weird. I don't know the last time you tried to get laid with a roommate, uh, but uh, it uh, it's weird. Oh yeah, I I wouldn't put her through that. Uh, uh, Nobody so, needs to be, I've been put through that. Nobody needs to be put through that. Let's yeah. take a break. Get back to it. Prepare yourself for the greatest pro wrestling podcast spectacular known as Tights and Fights. A backdropping audio showcase that helps you understand the world of pro wrestling with a lot of love and no toxic masculinity. Featuring host Danielle Radford. Time to kick butt and chew gum, and I'm all out of butts. Lindsay Cow. I'm a brutal Brit, and my fists were made to punch and hit. And Hal Lublin. I was doing the voiceover this whole time. Hear us talk about pro wrestling's greatest triumphs and failures. And make fun of its weekly absurdities. On the Perfect Wrestling Podcast. Tights and Fights. Every Saturday, Saturday, Saturday on Maximum Fun. I, I don't even want to put a guy through it, <laughs> much less a roommate happy to be on the other side. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's, I guess there's one eligible ex, you know. But, oh, no, uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go back. That's going oh, that's, backwards. That's going backwards. No, no, no. To uh, me, that's, well, yeah, but I mean, if, Sometimes backwards is it's a lot safer, right? You know that you know sure. they're not gonna murder you. It's like well, that, that guy could have murdered me. He had the opportunity, he didn't. So and now he's <laughs> ten years, fifteen years older. He's and fine, slower. Right? Sure. Yeah. And if the sex yeah. was good, uh, yeah. What the heck? By the way, speaking yeah. of the sex being good, let's talk about mm-hmm. our comic of the week. <laughs> Whoa! Hell yeah! Wow. That's all she, on you. Well, that's on me because I think that she's uh, she's clearly. Uh, she's got it all going on. She's uh, a Colorado mm-hmm. comic. Uh, I believe I worked with her in at Fort at the, at the Comedy Fort in Fort Collins, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. Katie Bowman. You guys, mm-hmm. Katie, 
Yay, Katie Bowman, yeah. everybody. Katie Bowman is spelled like Katie Bowman. And uh, her <laughs> Twitter handle is Katie Bowman Says, because Twitter is full of things that we say. And uh, Katie mm-hmm. Bowman is great. She's, I don't, I don't even, best. I, I forgot to check and see if she has an album up. She does not yet. But, okay. Uh, but that is somebody who I would like to one day do. So, right, right. Because uh, you should all know Kyle Clark, our beautiful producer, also has uh, a, an album, a label, a, yeah. a comedy album, mm-hmm. label album. Label album? That's not a word. We'll call it that. That's what it yeah. is now, officially. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah so katie bowman says and uh so find her and enjoy the good works in colorado yeah for sure i don't Um, know why that came up in the middle of the sex talk but uh but she's hot that's why look at her material i feel like this all feels pretty on brand yeah she's an adult woman who's willing to to get out there and and see the world and when well, I say uh, the world, I'm talking about penises. What? Check out her book, The Covidian Woman. Lots of nudity in there. <laughs> I would rather be brought up after sex than after a celibacy talk, personally, if I had my druthers. Your druthers. Fair enough. You know, uh, Brandy Brown and Tommy Ryman were opening for me. They're both uh, mm-hmm. from Minneapolis. And uh, so... Yes, we're aware. Yes. And, uh, the, but the thing is, is so... Tommy headlines Acme and, uh, and luckily, you know, and I think I just, uh, and, and he, he picked up a, he picked up a week after that. Cause he, you know, Lewis was reminded that he exists and he had so much new stuff that I hadn't seen. Cause I hadn't, he had done the, he's done my zoom Sunday show a couple of times, but mm-hmm. that was, that was it. And I was like, man, so funny, so funny. And it's super great. clean squeak, squeak factor 11, the two of them, neither one of them. And it was so weird. What, but what it did is it set me up to not swear. Oh, Oh, hmm. that's smart. Um, yeah. But I mean, uh, did you swear that much? I had, uh, I had one, I was told that I had one F bomb and it was, the words were used F bomb. And, uh, do you know how much I like the words F bomb? I don't just tell me that I fucking swore and you'd prefer that I didn't. And let me tell you that there's four other shows. Uh, cause, and that's the only one I swore at. <laughs> so, Oh, do you, um, so you have a clean version of every chunk? Yes. Except for the two jokes that aren't ever going to be clean. Right. 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 The, right. Yeah. That cock, that hair tie, it's going to be called hair tie. I've decided not cock ring. We're going to title that track hair tie, not cock ring. Oh, I love titling tracks. It's my favorite thing. Uh, I, 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 I can't remember if I titled the track on my first album that I hate now, but um, I did enjoy just going, well, who's going to want to click on this? You know, yeah. like if, my first album, know. the tracks, uh, the first, uh, the circus people album, all the track titles are the dumbest. When I look back at them, I'm yeah. like, nope, nope. What are you out of your goddamn mind? And I had no input. All I had, I had hired a, like a band guy to, um, to audio, to record me at Acme Mm -hmm. and then to master it and mix it. And then, um, and cut it up for me. And, uh, it was, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I can bring merch. I'm going to talk about three things at once. I'm trying to figure out if I can bring merch to Vegas. The Tropicana probably takes a cut. I don't know if the Laugh Factory lets the truck oh. take a cut, but I, I, I have a, I have a question out. To Soltanovich has done it, so just curious. Hmm. So, no answer. Um, by the way, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm against. Do they do a bunch of work for you? Do they set it up? Do they take? A, do they? No. So no. I, I'm very against I'd the rather not. taking a cut. Yeah. I'd rather not sell it at anything. all. Yeah. But if I brought CDs, the markup on mm-hmm. those is real. The markup on the t-shirts and the challenge coins, negligible. And, yeah. um, you know, the, the CDs right. I think are worth $20 because uh, they are my work, you know? And exactly. And, yeah. and also people drop a $20 doesn't mean anything in Las Vegas to people that are out there because they're dropping, they're dropping twenties all over the place. I mean, if you're, if you're out, if you're vacationing in Las Vegas, you don't value your money. 
So you know what? <laughs> you should buy our merch. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll just bring CDs because the Circus People CD, once I sell out of these last, I think I have like 200 left. And remember, mm-hmm. I put this thing out in like 2001 and I had a thousand printed of them. So for the last 20 <laughs> so we, years, I've been selling yeah. Circus People CDs. <laughs> People are still shocked by your World Trade Center, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, I, it's in a stuff. jewel case, Lori. It is in a crackable jewel case. And, oh, uh, boy. Yeah, so, but but when, when they're gone, they're gone. They'll only be available, I guess, downloadable on Amazon through CD Baby. That's the only, yeah. that's the only place it'll be available. Though, now that and I'm not really thinking of it yet because I have to, I, st- I do still have to edit and put everything together for the, this one, but I yeah. am, I am seriously considering, uh, doing, doing a, a half hour with 800 pound gorilla of just clean stuff from the old albums, from the previous four albums. Oh, re-recording it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. That's interesting. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Because then it's, then if I have updated any of those jokes, I get to do the tags. And yeah. And if I, have, I, I have, yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, I have stuff I never recorded. Just, I, I was like, oh, that's all road stuff. I'm a New York comic now, so I don't do those jokes. And I, some of them are still good, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah hmm. It's a cash cow. It's a cash cow. If you can, if you can crank it out. So, but it's not, it's, you know, like, you, you you do the big project, and after you've done the big project, you're like, now what? I'm nothing. I have no project to do. And so there's this crash, this weird crash. You sound crash. so feminine when you feel so bad about yourself, Well, that's, that's, you know where that comes from. It comes from, it's a... Uh, I, I wrote I another new joke today. I'm intrigued. I wrote a new joke um, today, and it was... I'm fun. excited. Yeah. I... Uh, I have a new joke. Uh, I have a new abortion joke of all things. You know, Excellent. they just uh, they just keep coming out of me. Um, <laughs> Unlike babies. <laughs> um. <laughs> so uh, so that's exciting, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I you know I'm I'm excited by how things a couple bits are shaping up, and yeah, you know, my my, my new joke Chuck and stuff. Yeah, both of my new jokes right now are relatively political or sociopolitical. Like literally this la- the one I wrote today is about the Civil War. And you're like the current one, not the old one. Yeah. And uh okay. and I was like cheerful, Jackie. Anything else happening? Anything else happening? <laughs> and uh I was given uh I was my sister-in-law gave me this Winston Churchill um memoir book for my yeah. birthday. That mm-hmm. uh, essentially, my sister bought the book for my dad. My dad mm-hmm. lent the book to my sister-in-law, and my sister-in-law wrapped it and gave it to me for my birthday. And uh, and I was and I'm like, this looks very nonfictiony and dense. Maybe I'll give it to Kilmartin for her birthday. So, uh, oh no, so. please don't. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wonder how it's his memoir. It's mm. by Winston Churchill. I wonder it's how a, he. Oh, it's or is it a, someone else? No, no, it's, it's, I guess it's, it's his diaries and then it's, and it's only during the blitz. It's his diaries during the blitz and then other London citizens during the blitz. Interesting. And they're all interwoven. Yeah. So I I love his, his uh, take on how uh, his performance on world war one was, because I think he was secretary of the Navy. Burn. Yeah. So was Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, maybe I'm confusing them. He, but he was or Lord of the HMS Lord of the Navy or something. But uh, uh, oh, I'm fucking forgetting about the the absolute botched thing he did that got a bunch of soldiers killed, like right near uh, some water near Turkey. Ah, fuck, whatever. Um, Is it that? But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. So no, Chir- Churchill. It doesn't matter what political figure you have canonized. Yeah. They've done something monstrous. There's just yeah, no, sure. there's no getting out of it. You don't get to that level, sadly, 
without being, you know, you're just like, even, even if not monstrous, just sort of errors in judgment or feet of clay, you know, even Martin Luther King, right. Who, you know, was incredible. There, uh, there was infidelity, if I remember correctly. Um, feel free to uh, yeah. fact check that and get on my ass if I'm wrong. Uh, but, That's true. but like, you know, that it was Abraham Lincoln, one of my favorites, murdered mm-hmm. a lot of Native Americans during the Civil War. Truman, another one of my favorites, uh, dropped yeah. a second bomb. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Uh, so, yeah, Nagasaki, not necessary. Yeah. Hiroshima, I mean, arguably, but not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, how much how much time were, was there between the two bombs? Uh, three days, two or three days. I do think that's enough time for Japan to go. Uh, yeah, we'll surrender. I do, but and, but they, no and one, they were working on it. Yeah, yeah, they were working on it, ah. and it was. I mean, and so be it. But the thing is, is it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I love Truman. A lot of things. So. Sure. He's a he's a hat man, and I know you love hat men. <laughs> I don't. I don't love hat men. There's something <laughs> about a the fin- rumor I've been spreading about you. <laughs> I guess a ball cap. Anyway, um, <laughs> and even that feels like Tommy Ryman kept having po- things. He had his phone and his keys and his wallet were all in his pockets mm-hmm. during his set. And so by mm-hmm. Friday, I was like. You planning on making a phone call or do you need your keys when you're up there? Cause it's a little distracting. He's like, only for you, only for you, because you, that's right. I was like, that's cause I'm watching all of your sets and every oh, time. Right. Yeah. Cause I think he's really funny. And so, uh, <laughs> I was, so by Saturday, I think he was taking his, he was emptying his pockets. I was like, I know you don't trust us, but we're not going to steal your nonsense. And, um, yeah, I nobody, had it. I had it. Yeah. Well, you know, that's true. Uh, maybe he just wanted to run right out of the show in, into his car and drive away. <laughs> we don't know. We don't, well, we don't know what I think it's I think it's were. just a habit. It's just a it's just a performance habit that um mm. that I don't enjoy. It's much like wearing a hat on stage. Pete guys who wear a baseball hat on stage, for example, yeah. will also kind of drive me nuts because it's hiding their eyes. Glasses oh, right, op- yeah. often often drive me nuts, but now I've I've become a person who wears my glasses on stage, so I ha- I can't I don't have a leg to stand on there. Yeah, no, you don't. It's a great um, story. I had a, a teacher recently who uh, was talking to the crowd a lot, right? And uh, I just said, hey, can you uh, turn it down a notch? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk. Can I, can, I, can I just say, you know, I'm no hero, Jackie, okay? But I opened for Shocking. Jimmy Pardo. Yep. I opened for Jimmy Pardo uh, a couple of years ago at Flappers. And he said no crowd work. And I was like, Got it, right? And then front row of flappers is a 13-year-old boy. And I said that's, nothing. That's great. That's your wheelhouse right there. That was a it's gift. Still it was a the test. greatest act of self-sacrifice <laughs> that I've ever performed. Let's take a break. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is a podcast. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. That thing is not my daughter. And I want you to tell me there's a show where the hosts don't just report on French science and spirituality, but take part themselves. Well, there is, and it's Ono, Ross, and Carrie on Maximum Fun. This year, we actually became certified exorcists. So yes, Carrie and I can help your daughter. Or we can just talk about it on the show. Ono, Ross, and Carrie on MaximumFun.org. I have this to say about uh, Mm -hmm. features. I rarely ask them to do anything. Right. Because I always think it's their time, right? But if they were, if I did a lot of crowd work and you sometimes do, because here's, I mean, the rule when I was coming up was that you save crowd work for the headliner because they might need it. That's Mm -hmm. that, that was the rationale, you know, they're like, yeah, you, if you want, you could tell people to shut up during your set. But other than that, try not to 
do anything about it because it's because right. the headliner might need it. So for you to ask, have to ask um, a feature, and then did he stop? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it was it was um, it was. Uh, yeah, I don't think I, whatever the rules are that we learned when we were coming yeah. up, no one's telling. No one's telling comics anymore. <laughs> nobody's nobody's and passing everyone, those rules on. Yeah, everyone's out for themselves, uh, which you know I can kind of understand. The money hasn't gotten any better. Like, it, it, why should anyone follow any rules at this point? Because that's all pretty awful. You know, if you're still getting it's 2021 and you're getting 500 and no air to feature, which is what we got paid in in 1992. You know, whatever. But of course, if you want, you're going to try to advance your career as quickly as possible, right? But but it is sometimes you're like, Oh, I can't believe this person is so dirty right in front of me. Like, you know, I, 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 yeah. I, I was, I'm always shocked when I see that. And I don't, I don't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I'm like, I, whatever, I'll figure it out. You know, uh, yeah. only if, and even if someone's like one time, somebody was directly stepping on a joke of mine, but, uh, mm-hmm. but I was like, yeah, I'll just not do that joke. I mean, if you're the headliner, you should kind of be able to you know, you should have another joke you could do. Well, that was right. And that was the other thing we learned. I mean, there's these, there were these rules that were sort of unspoken or they were told to us and they were, you know, just sort of in the zeitgeist. And it was, you know, don't do time in between the feature and the headliner, unless the headliner asks you to, you know, just kind Mm -hmm. of ride that wave of momentum. Try not to be, you know, if the headliner, I remember when I was featuring, if the headliner was dirty, I would do some of my dirty stuff to sort of get them to take the shock right. and awe off of it. And then, and if they weren't dirty at all, I would not do any of my dirty stuff because, yeah. you know, it's like when you go into a one nighter in the Dakotas and you, you talk to the bartender or whoever you're going to talk to, and it's a two person show and you're featuring and you, you say, is there anything in particular about language or content that you don't enjoy? Uh, and they say, yeah, just try to try to keep it clean. And then you meet the headliner. And when you meet the headliner, you can kind of tell. If you've been doing stand-up long enough to work the road, you can look at a headliner and go, oh, this asshole is going to be an asshole. I can do whatever I want, and he's going to have to dig himself out of it. Or this person is a giant dweeb, and I'm going to try to make the, I'm just going to try to set it up for him so he can knock it out of the park if he can. And, uh, and then a thousand shades in between that, or maybe just 50 shades. I, um, great. Um, I, uh, would, uh, I think I would be clean and watch the headliner and see how filthy they were. Like if, if they didn't say fuck, then I wasn't going to be the one to introduce it the rest of the week. But, um, but if they, they were, you know, if they were like a little dirty, then I maybe I'd add in one other joke or something like that, you know? But yeah. uh, I, I never started a week dirty. But also, I don't I don't know that there's even that demarcation of what's dirty anymore. Like people just, you know, and, and that's good and bad, right? Like it, it should just be, is it funny or not? Yeah. Um, but, but uh, you know, like you could see why Gaffigan would bring his own opener. And you know what I mean? Why certain people bring an opener? Because you don't have to watch every set. You don't have to worry that they're going to, you know, step on shit and stuff like that. You can just focus on your, because it does get tiring to like always have to watch every act ahead of time to go, you know, just to make sure you guys aren't crossing topics or whatever. You know what I mean? It, it must what, be what, nice to just not worry. Yeah. I bet you that's great. But I have to say that whenever the, the topics do get crossed, sometimes mm-hmm. I just piggyback on top of it, you know? Jim was talking about that. Let's uh, do my take or whatever. And um, it's just, I think that the rules are still out there in regular road rooms, you know? Yeah. And, um, but a lot of the, you know, the local stuff where it's not quite like that, right. Where it's hat stores and barbershops. It's not, MC feature headliner that, yeah, that sort of traditional, traditional layout. Yeah. 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 But I look forward to, uh, I don't know. I look forward to more stand up and not doing and getting to do whatever the hell I want this next couple of weeks. Yeah. I also think like it's, it's always valuable to just be able to contort yourself a little bit. So to be able to not swear during a set, 
mm-hmm. to be able to not go to the crowd during a set. Just go up and do pure material, even though your favorite is this, you know, style X, right? But yeah. If you can, you'll be in situations where you can't do that. You know, you're, you're going to be in a corporate gig where you can't swear. And you don't want that to be the first time you didn't say that joke without saying cunt. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, uh, or you're going to be on TV and you're going to be able to do crowd work. So if that joke, if you're so used to doing that joke with crowd work up front, you know, figure it out, figure out a figure way it to out. do it without the crowd work. You know? And yeah. then, and then now you have a stronger joke. And when you do it with crowd work, you've got extra punchlines. I, I yeah. think. I, yeah, I do too. And, and it's interesting because Maria will often talk about how she wants to practice doing crowd work because she likes to try to do the things that she sees other comics do. She's like, other comics do crowd work. I should try to do crowd work. And then um, I absolutely never have that feeling. I'm like, whatever (laughs) somebody else is doing on stage, good for you. I wrote these jokes. And so, and I, and I have, you know, that guy that, that talked during the set. Yeah. The first show Friday last weekend. I, you know, I, I, called him what I call everybody who doesn't really realize how loud they are, which is mumble fuck. And it's on the video. There's a couple of kind of sweet moments in different shows. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was the Thursday or not, but there was, I go into that gender show and there's mm-hmm. this couple in the front row who, when I say there's they, them, they almost jumped up and down. They were like, we're they, them. We're they, them. And uh, they were adorable, these two people. And, uh, yeah. but if I would have, you know, if I would have seen them out in the world, Jackie Cation, 100 years old, I wouldn't have said, that's a, that's a they, them, that's a they, them. I would have said, that's a young gay man and that is a young woman. So uh, that, that's where I would have been. Nobody wanted to hear me riff that uh in the moment and and they were so i and in the in my joke about they them is so sort of kind of because it i am psyched about it you know so we all just celebrated it and i did not question their gender reveal party which is nice for you yeah Uh, yeah i would also like a small parade no, I didn't. No, I don't need. But it, it, it was like it was the most selfless thing since you did not talk to the thirteen-year-old in front of Jimmy Pardo. Where are I'm we at? Angry Kyle? At we have five minutes left. <laughs> okay, let's talk about how angry I am at Jimmy Pardo because okay. I missed this opportunity to talk to a thirteen-year-old boy in the front row. That's it. Uh, I just want every once in a while to state my fury about a missed opportunity. I'm doing a voiceover trailer with Jimmy Pardo, um, a, tra- a trailer for a, for a, for a TV show, a cartoon pitch, mm-hmm. a cartoon show mm-hmm. that will be mm-hmm. pitched. And uh, so that is the next time I assume I'll be working with Jimmy Pardo. Uh, I will tell you that. Um, so the, the stands at in, in Union Square, and because of that, I've been taking the A or excuse me, the D or the B to Herald Square, and then transferring to one of the yellow lines, which is NWRQ. Mm-hmm. And what a what a powerhouse of a subway line! That I've never had to use that cross town one, but I love it. I mean, is, is that the gray line? Is that that no, gray it's line? Yellow. Okay, no, that's you're thinking of uh, the uh, that cross town thing. Okay, yeah, that, that is what I'm thinking. Williamsburg. Yeah, no, this one kind of goes diagonally but across and it's it's nonstop trains. I've never waited there for more than five minutes and I oh, I love standing. How are the how are the trains looking? Did they fix any of them? Um, Do you think that they did? Because the there was trouble. It. Yeah. They're hanging in well, there. Oh that flooded a train station. That was up a couple. I think that was on 157th. That was that was up a little ways. But um yeah, 145th is hanging in there. They they still have they still have the same broken stuff they had a year and a half ago, basically. Um, uh, yeah, that's um, too bad because they there know, was my, there was all this shows, time. Yeah, my spots at 7:30 tonight at the Broadway, so I'll probably leave here around 6:30 just to give myself the wiggle room. Take the A to the. Uh, 259th and walk down it's uh you know two stops and then i'm there that's awesome and you have four sets all 15 minute sets and you're going to do the same 15 ish yeah so i have probably yes 
yeah. pretty much with a few options if I, yeah. depending on the crowd, right? But I, uh, so I have seven seven thirty tonight, and then I head over to the stand for an eight forty five. T- plenty of room. Tonight's really relaxing, and then I go back for a ten o'clock at the Broadway, and then I'm on a ten forty five at the Broadway. So it's only one back and forth, and uh, oh, that's great. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That is, I yeah, uh, we should talk more about i i want to go to new york so bad and i love it in the fall um because it's you know it's crisp Mm -hmm. and every decent movie you know has an awesome fall kind of you know it just feels like when harry met sally that movie about the stalker and uh no no that's you've got mail sorry that you've got mail. Yeah. Not Harry but yeah. the same, the same co-stars. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan mm-hmm. and Hanks, right? right across the street is, um, the pool and it's full of water right now. And so all day long, it's kids playing Marco Polo. I love it. <laughs> to me, that's summertime is kids playing. And then, uh, the whistle, the lifeguard blowing whistle and yelling at people. Um, so that's happening like all day. I don't think that we could stop at a more bucolic spot. Yeah, I think that's kind of perfect. (laughs) Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.